Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of Viking Mark Radio. Today everything is about creating your ideal customer profile. So if you are just wondering how to do it or you want to define a little bit better your customer audience, then the only thing you have to do is keep listening. You're listening to Viking Mark Radio with the communications specialist and full-time dreamer, Lauren Munt. If you're a business owner or an entrepreneur that needs help to step up your game with online marketing, this podcast is made just for you. Here, you'll find everything you need to know about online marketing strategies, tricks, and of course, loads of inspiration. Are you ready to step into the spotlight? Then keep listening. of your business where things need to be shaped a little bit up, right? You know that you need to define your ideal customer audience, but you don't know how to do it or which steps do you have to take or you don't even know where to start. As always, I will introduce you some common mistakes that you have to avoid doing in order to define this ideal customer profile and then I'm going to give you some indications of how to reach that perfect people for you. The first mistake that you should be avoiding is relying on your team to define your ideal client. Why? Well, because while you should talk with your team and gather information from them, you also need to mine the data and conduct formal interviews with current and past clients to understand what their buying process looked like. People can become biased over time and by simply asking your team for information, you are including perceptions formed during a relationship in your profile. You can collect some of this information through landing pages, forms or onboarding documents or from crafts or from previous data. You can actually right now in every single social platform you can find loads of statistics. So just look at those. Look how does not just your client but the people interested in what you do. Don't limit that definition of your perfect customer profile to what your team thinks. The second advice of what you should avoid doing in order to define your ideal customer profile is creating the profile of too many persons. What do I mean with this? If you're familiarized with defining your ideal customer profile, you might have heard that you have to pick up the characteristics of one to three persons Maybe three is too much, but you could do it if you have different services or products. And you have to pick those person's characteristics and define them as good as you can. But please remember this. Your clients are more alike than what you think. They have similar problems. They are measured on the same core metrics. They make decisions in a similar way. 
and probably they have the same objections. You want to be very specific and detailed, but some differentiations are sometimes simply trivial. If you're unable to identify these similar problems or decisions or objections or dreams that they have in common, then you might have not been specific enough with your details. Talking clearly, what I mean with this is that if you haven't been specific enough, it might mean that you need to cut a little bit more your list of ideal clients. And after doing this don't do section, I'm gonna jump to the fun part, which is defining that perfect buyer persona. And what do we need to know about our perfect or ideal customer? The answer is very simple, a lot of things. So if you have a pen and a paper around you, I will highly recommend you to grab it and write down some notes because here they're going to come a lot of info. So be ready for it because this is gold. First of all, we have to define who is this person? Who is our buyer? What is the archetype of this buyer? What is this person's background? What is this person's experience? What is this person doing professionally, I mean? And what is this person doing in his or her personal life? What is this person's area of focus, interest and responsibilities? And what is this person's role in a organization? Have you catched it all? We could get a little bit deeper. For example, I don't know if you know Jasmine Starr, she's a professional photographer and she's a social media expert and she gives advices to define this ideal customer profile, like go as deep as what's their favorite book or how do they celebrate their Taco Tuesday or things like that, super, super specific details. I don't know if that being that specific is absolutely necessary, but I agree that it can really help you to visualize what is your, what's your customer, what does this person do and get closer to, to him or her and understand his or her needs. And from this, I'm going to jump to another big and important part to understand your client, which is defining his or her goals. What is this person's business goals? And what are the personal goals? What are the organizational goals? How these goals affect their buying behavior? Defining this is very important because that's gonna help you to identify what problem does this person have? And of course, help you to define your product or service in order to attend or help your customer with his or her problem. Once that you've defined your specific ideal customer, I mean your specific person and his or her goals, we have to get a little bit more into psychology. And this is my very favorite part because you have to get very creative here and think a little bit more. And you might wonder, think about what? Well, the first thing is 
think about your customers' fears. And what I mean with this is visualize. What are your customer's biggest fear? What isn't your customer seeing? And what does your customer perceive as danger? Of course, you have to be very specific, but try to respond all these fears being kind of related to business. Another set of questions that you should ask yourself is questions about success. What does your customer perceive as success? What isn't your customer perceiving as success? And what's the achievement that your customer desires? What is, what will make him extremely happy and proud? Try to answer these questions again as specific as you can. And then go to another category, which is pain. What are the challenges that your customer is facing and what will be the thing that will hurt your customer the most? This, of course, can be kind of related to fear, but it doesn't mean that it has to be exactly the same. And then I recommend you something. Write the top three things that will really, really hurt your customer in his business, of course. And then you should go into the objections section. What are the top objections to the sale? What is the role of your customer in the purchase process? You can go even a little bit deeper. Which channels do your customer use in order to reach you or buy from you? Where is your customer socially? Surely what I mean with this is where is your customer and how can you find him? And you can also think about things like the timing. What are the seasonal patterns of your customer? And how does formal budget planning affect timing? What is normal end-to-end -end buying cycle for your customer? And you can even think about things like why do your customer buy? How do your customer make choices? What risk affect these choices? And how do your customer balance consequences and payoffs? How does your customer thinking affect these choices? And what are the unlocked drivers for his or her decisions? What are the unarticulated why reasons for these decisions? You can make yourself a lot of questions just to try to understand this buying process or these buying reasons in order to try to get closer to your customer. And the last question I'm going to ask you to ask yourself is about failure and is what does life look like if your customer doesn't purchase or use your product or service. Look into the future, try to visualize and understand why sincerely will your customer need you in his life. And once you find this question, try to express it in the best way that you can so your customer understands that he needs you 
your product or your service in his life. And with this, I'm done with today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't hesitate to leave a review, five stars. And if you don't, you should follow Viking Mark on social media because we post a lot of content. So remember that you can find Viking Mark on Twitter and Facebook as Viking Mark Says and on Instagram and YouTube as Viking Mark. I wish you a wonderful day and I hope to see you very soon. Bye!